Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals, and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello, and welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. It is so good to have you. Welcome back to our mini series of kind of getting prepared for 2024, thinking about things and what you want to do going forwards, and just generally getting your head screwed on so that you can get into 2024 and have a fantastic time, but maybe spend December chilling out, and then January you just get at it and go for it. So today, we are talking about something called the focus advantage in 2024 and basically we're going to talk about focus and about why you don't need more options and why you need to actually just focus. So I've got some things to run through with you. I don't know how long this episode is going to be. We'll try and keep it as short and sweet as possible because I know you are very busy, but let's let's go for it. So the reason I want to talk about this idea of this focus advantage is because this is really simple. <laughs> this is really simple stuff that people overlook, but actually really is the crux of so much amazing, brilliant results. And that all comes from what I'm about to explain. So once you simplify things in business, success becomes a lot easier. And I don't really care whether or not you're 15 years in or you're five months in or you're five weeks in. Ultimately, simplicity is something that really like cycles and is really something that pays back dividends in the long term so that ultimately means getting really good at saying no which a lot of people aren't good at so I want you to think about next year and I want you to think about right where can I simplify things than what I have been doing this year where has that been causing issues where have kind of where have you been overcomplicating things for the sake of it? Like what actually adds value to your business and what doesn't? Because a lot of people think that certain things do add value, but in reality it doesn't. So getting really clear on what do I need to say no to? What do we need to just stop doing? What do we need to scrap? And how can I just focus my time more? And the reason I think that that's important is because the more you narrow your focus the bigger the outcome can actually be. And you're kind of narrowing the path to success because what a lot of people do is they've got these big, broad ideas and ultimately that means that there's so many different options that they could possibly go down. It's like if someone comes to me and says, I want to make £200,000 this year. I mean, there's like 100 different strategies we could create to get them to that goal. What I'm asking you to do today is be like, let's make a commitment to simplify whatever strategy you're going to follow. And I don't really care what strategy it is that you're going to follow. I'm more interested that you simplify it and you get it down to the crux of what do you need to be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly and quarterly basis to achieve that yearly goal. And the more you narrow your path to success, there's less things that can go wrong. And there's also less reasons that you can make excuses as to why it's not going to happen. So if you think about it, like the whole term less is more is a thing that's in fashion. 
It's in hospitality. It's all over. Yeah. You think about it like less is more, less is chic. You know, does, do everybody need more and more and more? Well, not really. Actually, most of the universe is trying to really simplify their lives, to have a slower way of living. What I'm asking you to adopt today is can you in your business adopt a slower pace in the sense of not constantly having to generate hundreds, if not thousands of ideas every single month? Part of this experiment or this task, should you wish to go down this route, is going to involve you really understanding what it is you talk about, which we've spoken about in previous episodes in this series, and also understanding what is your niche, what is your thing that you're known for, what is it that you're actually trying to achieve, what impact do you want to have? And again, when I say niche, I'm not saying you need to like niche down into something, I'm saying, what is your niche topic of expertise? What is your niche area that you have something meaningful to say to the conversation? I'm not talking about niches per se in terms of what everyone else talks about niche. There's not that anything's wrong with that. It's great. And for some of you, maybe you do need to niche down in that sense. But I'm talking about what is your niche in terms of what have you got to offer that's interesting from every other fucker else who does what you do? Next. You need to understand that the less options you have available to you, the less decisions you have to make. Decision making is the thing that is slowing down progress in your business. And we can't really avoid that because decision making is difficult for the brain. We can put loads of things in place to make it easier. But ultimately, if you have this wide, broad thinking, the amount of decisions you're going to make on a daily basis is huge. What I'm inviting you to just adopt into is the thought of, can we have a bit more of a narrower path, focus your attention, and then not have to make so many decisions? Because having too many choices and too many options is really exhausting. You know that even with dinner, you know, what are you going to have for dinner tonight? Well, there's a hundred different options. If you go to a restaurant and there's only three main courses on the menu, you have to pick one of the three. You don't need to have a hundred different things that you're trialing out in your business. And I'm not saying don't trial things. I'm saying have a trial or a couple of trials, but you don't need to have a hundred different projects going on at once. You aren't executing them well. I can pretty much guarantee you're not. You need to focus on what are you going to focus on to advantagely push yourself forward in 2024. Other thing to think about is getting laser focused on something. So what's going to be your focus for 2024? For you as the founder, as the CEO, as the leader, as the director, as a manager, whatever your title is, what are you doing? And what is that going to be that laser focused? Because often what we find is if we can get leaders to be laser focused about something, providing they're still able at a high emotional intelligence level to intake other things that are going on around them and objectively look at those, when they do have a specific focus that they're responsible for, they do tend to actually make whatever that is happen. <laughs> so it's it's the similar concept of giving ownership of something to someone. It's the same with a CEO, right? If you can have a kind of clear understanding in your head as to what your main laser focus project is for the year, the more likely you're going to find opportunities relating to that. Options for that could be, audience growth, revenue growth, internal projects. It could be team building, like it could be um, sales and marketing. It could be, you know, really expanding the 
sales process like maybe it's about how do we expand the volume of our sales funnel there's tons and tons of different things that could be your laser focus for the year but I'd invite you to kind of identify what that might be and then I want you to understand is what are you concentrating your energy on and think about this year what have you concentrated your energy on so far what do you want it to be next year This idea of identifying like energy placements really important because energy placement allows for us to really internalize the goal. So you've got the goal, but we actually need tons of action to get to the goal. Well, when you look at energy conservation and you look at energy management and you also look at energy allocation, that in itself sits and provides a real solid basis for you to move forward from. Hence me sat here saying, I'd really encourage you to decide what are you concentrating your energy on? And think about that word concentrating. So if you take concentrating as a word, the main word is concentration or concentrate. Well, when you look at concentrate and you think about a scientific version of concentration, it's how sort of concentrated, how many words can we, how many times can we say that word is something So it can be 100% concentration or it can be 20% concentration or it can be 5%. I'm not saying that whatever you pick has to be 100% because that's never going to work. But understanding in your head of like, where are you concentrating your energy on should really help you. Next up, simplifying to amplify. This is a lovely term that I really try and get people to get on board with. You need to simplify your business in order to amplify your message. Those two go hand in hand. The more that you simplify, often the louder your message is going to be and the clearer the message is for people to actually get on board with and advocate for you. And this is another key one, okay? This is about people understanding what you do. And in order to do that very well, if you can simplify it further, people will then get on board with it. If it's too complicated, people then get a bit all over the place and they're like, I don't really actually know what the crack with this is. Like, I don't fully get it. Another thing for you to look at right now to ensure that you can really utilize the focus and advantage in 2024 is to understand how can you streamline your processes, your operations and any projects that you've got. So look at those things and think, okay, are they set up for what we want to achieve in 2024? Can I do anything now to actually make sure that in January, I don't have to sit and worry about all of this? And is it streamlined? Because if you want to be efficient and you want to get loads going and do lots of things in 2024, and you're going to be really focused, what you don't want to be is then diverted at a random time because you've got to deal with some sort of process, operation, project thing that's going on in the background. When we're looking at how do we use the focus advantage in 2024, I want you to clarify your vision. Really, really clarify what is the vision for the business? What is the vision for 2024? What is that that you're holding? The more we can get a clear understanding of that, the easier it's going to be to place your focus because at every point that you then get potential reasons to waver, you come back to, this is the vision. The vision is X. The reason we are focused on that is because of this. But if you don't have that clear in your head, that becomes very tricky to articulate well and very tricky for you to reason within your head at the point in which you want to wander off and start with some other project. 
Another reason, some of you will be thinking, right, okay, I'm on board with this, but how do I get the whole team on board? Because sometimes you're going to be like, well, it's all right if I'm focused, but the team might be trying to go X, Y, and Z way. If you have a team, I need you to get people on board by sharing the, the vision. You need to share the vision. You need to get them fully bought into what is it that you're doing. I also would encourage you to really understand that and try and help them understand that this can really help with any productivity issues or any kind of like teething problem issues that come up, which let's face it, there's loads, right? In every business, there's loads. But this can be a really nice way of, I don't want to say naturally, but it's almost kind of naturally helping a lot of productivity bottlenecks or productivity issues. The other thing to really think about is if you go down this focused advantage point for 2024, your profit can increase. And for some businesses, you will find that you have a much higher profit margin from being absolutely excellent at what you do and holding this intention of having a really focused goalpost for the year and see what it does for your profit. But I'd argue that for most people, they will see a really nice uplift in their profit at the point in which they don't start getting involved with every little random possible project and every little thing. And instead they're just like, right, what are we actually focusing on? I wanted to, at this point, talk to you about a client or just some client anecdotes, because I think it might be helpful for you to hear about people who've chosen to go down this route and have chosen to be like, do you know what? I'm actually going to do this. So there was a client I had, and again, to be fair, this story kind of rings true for a number of different ones because it's a similar story in the sense of the situation. But I had a, a person who came to me who really successful, having a really great time doing amazing things. And they were a really amazing business one. What they did have, though, was they had far too many offerings. They just had lots of just random things or they had things that were kind of connected to one another, but they never actually sold any of them. She sold two or three, but the rest of them just sort of sat there. And we encouraged her to actually get really clear on what she wanted to offer and really streamline the service down. And she did. And it was so much easier for her. <laughs> like it brought her back so much more time, so much more energy. It was like a lot more of an easy flow to her business because she had one, two, three offers and that was it. And it was very clear for her to be like, this is what I sell. This is how it works. And then she focused in at different points of the year on specific offerings to be able to actually show people fully what the value of the service was that she was proposing. And I think... That's a really nice way of looking at this. If you are ending this year thinking, do you know what? We offer loads of things to lots of different people, but the profit's really in X point, or we actually enjoy doing work in this area, but we don't enjoy doing work in the other area. Why don't you give this a go? Why don't you say, do you know what? We don't need 10 services anymore. Actually, we can have a bespoke option, but maybe the main services that we push are X, Y, and Z thing. It also can be if you're a product-based business, and you have really decided to go into lots of different categories and actually you're realizing we don't need to go in lots of different categories we need to stick in our real home amazing base of what we do and this isn't me suggesting to you all that you know expansion's a bad thing or diversification's a bad thing not at all but what i would say is is like for most businesses i speak to they're not at a point where diversification makes sense they're at a point where repeatable really reliable things 
is what they need. They need the consistency to keep them generating income and continue to get them to move forward. And the reality is, is that for many businesses for the first sort of five to 10 years, that's often what they need to be doing. Often they don't need to be just like randomly creating things left, right and center. In order to make this work really well, you really need to understand and utilize prioritization. Prioritization in business is something that is either overused or underused and it's rarely done well. <laughs> so if you can really get on board with this, this can help. So fully understanding what is a priority in your business, what isn't? What is the time scale on things? Because everything has a different time scale. And also understanding what is active planning and what isn't active planning. So how can you consistently plan but where are you just planning for the sake of procrastination and where are you planning in a way that's really helpful? And those are two different things. And often, you know, part of your planning process needs to involve the prioritization on a really consistent basis. And that is something that, you know, programs like Year of Clarity, that is a program that I run, really helps people with. We're going to talk about Year of Clarity towards the end, but I've got a couple of other pointers that I want to talk about. What comes up with a focused advantage? And if you decide you're going to go down this route and think, yeah, do you know, I am going to really dig into some core areas this year. You inevitably are going to come across distraction and you're going to really struggle with this idea of there's loads of different opportunities or there's loads of things come up and you're feeling distracted. And that can be really tricky. Like it can be really frustrating. And I want to just remind you that distraction is human nature it's normal it's always going to be there you have to have a process in place to deal with it so whether that is you write down all the distractions you write down all the ideas you write down all the thoughts that you want to do have somewhere that you can physically do it so i'm not just talking on a scrap piece of paper i'm saying you have a notebook that is the distraction notebook it's the ideas notebook or you have it on your air table or you have it on some kind of project management system where you write down so that you do have a list you have a running list and every month you can look at it and be like oh these are all the ideas that came up and you can probably laugh at some of them because you think God, why did I think that was a good idea? And others might stay there for months and months on end and you might decide eventually, yeah, do you know what? We are going to action that. But having somewhere that is a clear space for you to move that energy from being in the, I am in this activated, want to do something impulsiveness, moving it to, okay, that's banked, that's there. We can come back to that. We're going to look at that at a point that makes sense for the business, but right now is not that time. And understanding what is a distraction for you and what triggers a distraction for you is really important. Because again, a lot of time is wasted in businesses from people being distracted, being triggered, emotions rise, the nervous system regulation goes out the window and we start on this thing again. And for some people that cycle is hourly or it's minute, like it takes a few minutes or for some people that takes them like months to get round because it's just the nature of how they are. And that's an issue, okay? So we've really got to look at that. The final sort of piece I want to talk on is around mindset. So when you look at really focused business owners, they're often really successful, okay? They're often really, really successful, which hopefully is why you're taking this episode super seriously and you're like, yep, I'm getting on board with this. This sounds really good. This is definitely a mindset that you adopt, okay? This isn't something you wake up with overnight and think, yeah, I'm just gonna totally get on board with this. 
this is something that you work on and decide that you're going to take advantage of, right? I've called it the focus advantage in 2024. It is an advantage that you are allowed to jump on and to utilize. So do it. Decide that you're going to adopt this success mindset and be like, do you know what? Yeah, this is going to work for me. And I'm going to try this. Because what I'd invite you to think about is how many times in your business have you sort of had success from being wildly chaotic, really wild and just like, let's just see what happens and trying to do a million things at once. I would really argue with you that the success rate on that will be a lot lower, a lot, a lot, a lot lower than the times where you've been very strategic, you've really thought about what you want to achieve, you've understood your vision, you've really clarified where you're going. That is a much more successful, profitable, exciting venture a lot of the time. And I want to remind you that if you're listening to this and your ego's going, yeah, mate, but like, you know, like we can still do everything and like, she's saying that, but you know, we're not, we're special, we're different. We don't have to worry about that. I just want to remind you, right? That is normal to have that. And it's normal for you to actually need to have an outlet for all of your creativeness, but it doesn't have to be your business. Your business is not your creative outlet. It can be for some of it, but you need to have space in other areas of your life for you to channel that energy, that impulsive energy, that energy that makes you want to do like a million things at once. Because I'd really argue that your business is likely not that place. It's not the perfect situation. It's not a growth hub for that to happen. So if you're on board with this and you're like, do you know what? I'm really going to focus in 2024. I'm really going to get my head down and I'm really going to get clear on what I'm actually doing and how I'm going to get there. I 100% would implore you to join Year of Clarity. Year of Clarity is a 12-month strategic planning program that I run. You come and see me every month where I really force you (laughs) every month to get clear on what it is that you're doing, to look back, to reflect, to see what went well, but then also look forward. And we connect it to your yearly goals and we connect it to the bigger vision and you have an amazing kickoff session with me in January where you spend the whole bloody day with me (laughs) on Zoom in the dark depths of winter where you can really get clear and clarify that bigger vision But then you come and see me on a monthly basis and we sit and we really actually make sure that you stay focused because this is all well and good you listening to this episode. But the reality of it is, is for many people, it's been and gone. They might even think about it in December. Maybe they've even still thinking about it in January. Great. But then by the time March comes out the window, by the time August has come, can't even remember this podcast episode. And that's okay. But what isn't okay is that your business shouldn't suffer, right? Your business needs to thrive. So you need to join Year of Clarity, I would say, if you're on board with this. If you're like listening to this and thought, yeah, do you know, actually, I really need to get with this. Come and join Year of Clarity. Join a lovely group of people who are all really like invested in actually growing their business across a number of different industries and really take strategic plan seriously this year and allow this to make you have an amazing, amazing year. Like this is the real key thing in order to make business feel a lot smoother and feel a lot easier. Like how much joy can you have from simplicity? How much joy can you have from just narrowing down what it is that you're focusing on? And I'd really invite you to come and join us and to come and explore 
and see, like use it as the test to see like, yeah, what will happen with my business if I actually take strategic plan seriously, if I actually really focus and what can it bring for my business? Because it's brought some insane things for clients' businesses. When I think back, like this will be the third year that we are running Year of Clarity. And when I look back and see what people have done with the time that they've spent in there, it just makes me really happy because it's it's taught them a practice of really respecting their business and really respecting and understanding and being able to measure, (laughs) sorry, where they're going and what they've achieved. And that's so powerful. There's lots more to your clarity that I can, I won't share with you here, but you know, we have an amazing spreadsheet and there's amazing resource that goes with it. And, um, you know, you have access to talk to me once a month, like your questions can get answered and there's lots of exciting things. So if your clarity makes sense for you, come and join us. The link will be below. We have an amazing Black Friday saving promotion that's going on, which only happens once a year anyone who knows it's been around in the business while happens once a year it is currently on now if you are listening to this at the end of November so take advantage of that and you can save some money on enrollment but if you are listening to this sort of over Christmas and New Year enrollment is still open so you can still join before we close up and get started so yes I will speak to you in the next episode another episode of this mini series of getting prepared for 2024 have a fantastic week and i will speak to you soon bye thanks for listening to the honest business podcast if you enjoyed today's episode make sure that you are subscribed and if you'd like to support the podcast please share it with others and leave a rating and review to catch up with all the latest from me you can follow me on instagram at may.james underscore where i share the raw uncut behind the scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time.